From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Yeah, let's get it going on a Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. Thanks so much for listening on the pod today. You can find the podcast most anywhere you get your podcasts, including the WDBO app, WDBO.com. You can also find me on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's News at Noon on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of Central Florida, you can tune me in right there in the WDBO app. Well, last week we talked about the one-year anniversary of the pandemic and how COVID has affected our lives. And what I think is an interesting topic today for discussion, especially with the NCAA tournament starting later this week, is at a time when most people were captive in their homes and are still captive in their homes, at least some of you, why is it that sports has not captivated us? Why is that? Heck, I remember a year ago doing sports talk without any sports. And we did those shows for months without any sports. You talk about getting creative. And I I actually believe that those were some of the best shows that we've ever done because we had to be creative each and every day. We had to think. And there wasn't a Super Bowl. There wasn't an NBA Finals. There wasn't an NCAA tournament leading the discussion. Every day, we had to kind of invent something new. But one of the main themes throughout those months without sports trying to do sports talk was just wait, just wait till live sporting events come back. Can you imagine the attention that they're going to get, the TV ratings that they're going to get? People are so fed up with the pandemic. Those ratings are going to go through the roof. And why wouldn't we think that? Really, why wouldn't we think that we had seen the Last Dance documentary on ESPN, which was tremendous, by the way, about Michael Jordan and his Chicago Bulls back in the 90s. And you talk about a TV ratings bonanza. That was it. TV ratings were huge for that. And remember back to that made-for-TV golf event with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods down in South Florida. Huge. Huge in terms of television ratings. But then sports started again. The NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, they all started up again. And it just did not capture the nation's attention like I and many others thought they would. Even though we're all captive, right? We're all in front of our TVs at home waiting to be captivated. Sports never got that grip on us that it once had. Now, there is a caveat here, and that is... As always, the National Football League. The NFL is the Teflon Don in terms of TV ratings and thus America's attention. You could put color bars with the words NFL on them and people would watch it. So take the NFL out of the picture here and we'll talk more about the NFL and its ratings coming up. But what we're really talking about here is the NBA, Major League Baseball, to a certain extent, the NHL and golf. Okay, now ratings tanked and ratings have tanked for live sporting events. Since the pandemic began now, TV ratings, as we've come to know them in recent years, is a part of the pie. It's not the entire apple pie or banana cream pie. Love my banana cream pie. Now with streaming and cord cutting issues and other issues with television ratings, like the TV ratings game is not what it once was. It's not the be all end all that it was not too long ago, but I got to tell you, it's part of the pie. It's a major part of the pie. And you look at the television ratings for three big events during the pandemic. 
World Series ratings down 36% over the previous year. 36% when we're all at home. NBA Finals ratings down 51% from the previous year. Stanley Cup Final down 61%. Individual sports fared no better. The Masters played in November rather than April down nearly 50%. Now, again, the NFL is the Teflon Don. There could be nuclear war, right? I mean, we could have a bunch of Mad Maxes running all over the world, post-nuclear world, and the NFL would still get its numbers. What about college football? What about the college football playoff? Same deal. The college football playoff final between Ohio State and Alabama would draw the smallest television audience for a national championship type game since at least 1999. 18.7 million people tuned in for that game across ESPN's platforms. It was lower than the 2005 Orange Bowl, which would draw over 21 million viewers for USC's 55-19 route of Oklahoma, and it had remained the least-watched playoff or bowl championship series title game for more than a decade. And again, for the most part, the NFL maintained its enormous audience when, at least early in the season, it was competing against a variety of sports bunched into those late summer, early fall restarts. But NFL ratings overall were down about 7% in the regular season. Now, the Super Bowl matchup between the Bucs and the Chiefs, Super Bowl 55, that was down about 9% from last year's Chiefs-Niners game. But again, that may have something to do with it being a blowout football game. The point is this. When we all thought, like, man, sports needs to figure out a way to get back early into the national consciousness because once it does, they're just going to clean up in terms of the numbers of a sports-starved American society out there. I mean, we're just waiting, right? At least we thought. We're just waiting, clamoring for something, starving for anything. Heck, it could be axe-throwing. Give me lawnmower racing, sign-flipping, dodgeball, whatever. Give us anything. We're sick and tired of watching reruns of all the great games of the past on ESPN Classic. We want our live sporting events again. It was not the case. It was not the case, and the numbers back it up. And the question becomes, why? Like, why didn't live sporting events captivate us during the pandemic? Why are the ratings so bad for most every live sporting event that we've seen in perspective? Look, I'm no sociologist, all right? I don't play one here on the podcast. I don't play one on the radio. But allow me to offer up my theories about why America has not flocked back to live sporting events. I've got four of them. The last one, the final one on the list, is something that concerns me greatly as a sports fan. But let's begin with number one, timing. Timing. You combine a pandemic with the election year of 2020, and look, we saw this in 2016 with the Trump-Clinton race, presidential election sucked all the energy away from sports, a lot of it away from sports, even during the pandemic. It happened again. Many Americans, instead of clicking on an NBA game or Major League Baseball game, we were all over the cable news coverage of the election and the events leading up to it. According to Variety, all right, according to Variety, CNN's viewership, was up during the weeks leading up to the election, a whopping 83%. 83%. Now, Fox News saw their numbers rise 43%. MSNBC saw a 23% bump. Fox News and CNN had their best viewership years in their history, with Fox averaging more than 3 million viewers per night in prime time. That's the first cable news network to reach that milestone. So there's no question 
pandemic or not, that election year politics, and let's not forget about Americans craving more and more information about the pandemic from cable news, that no doubt that had something to do with Americans turning away from sports. And look, sports leagues, especially the NBA, they wore politics on their shirt sleeves after George Floyd's death. And that undoubtedly wore on a lot of folks, including yours truly, by the way. I can speak for myself and say it wore on me. I mean, I'm a guy who has spent 30-plus years of his career covering the NBA and the Orlando Magic, and I can tell you I was affected. I was affected by all the politics in the NBA. So that's number one. Number two, I think streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, they have something to do with the sports dip. Netflix has made such a huge impact on our television viewing, but I think during the pandemic, people were just searching for comfort food, if you will. Right, They were searching for their macaroni and cheese and their meatloaf. And I think we all wanted to be comforted. We wanted to be distracted at the same time during the pandemic. We just wanted to be entertained on our schedules. And our schedules were all over the map. And I think Netflix is definitely one of the reasons why we didn't flock back to live sporting events during the pandemic. Thirdly, when sports came back, it was just weird. Right. It was like the schedules were just all over the place. They were willy nilly. Games were postponed. Games were canceled. Heck, look at college football. Look at college football, for example. Some of the conferences like the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12 decided to play from the beginning of the season. A conference slate, nonetheless, but they decided to play to start the season. Now, other conferences like the Pac-12, the Big 10, they only jumped in later When those aforementioned conferences prove that playing football during a pandemic could be done as safely as possible. But here they are. I mean, they're playing 60 games in Major League Baseball instead of 162. And the bubbles that these leagues played in here in Orlando with the NBA, the NBA Finals being played in the fall. It was just weird. It was very foreign. It was very, very strange. And like I said earlier, the Masters played in November. It was just alternate universe weird. That's third. And finally, finally, allow me to list one more theory as to why we didn't flock back to live sporting events the way we used to pre-pandemic. And that is, it just didn't seem as important as it did before COVID. Don't you agree with that? I mean, at least for me, and look, I've made a living in sports. I love sports, but I've got to be honest with you. Like, it just didn't seem like it was that vital anymore. At least for me. I didn't enjoy it as much as I did, and I would never have predicted that at this time last year. At least for me, the passion that I once had for watching live sporting events seemed to be dulled by the pandemic. It wasn't as fun, and it's as if there was always this kind of dark cloud hanging over your head watching live sports just wasn't as relevant as it once was in my life. Now, is that going to change now that we're all sensing the light at the end of the pandemic tunnel from my vantage point? I hope so. I hope so. But I don't know for sure. I don't know that for me. I don't know if watching live sporting events will ever have that same grip on me again, knowing the very serious situation we've all experienced together over the last year. I don't know the answer to that question. But the assumption made at this time last year by me and by many in the sports world that once we got our live events back, that we're all going to go binge crazy because we had missed sports so much. Not so much. Not so much. And the thing that should scare all these sports leagues, the professional ranks and the college ranks is apathy. It's apathy. 
people are just not going back to live sporting events like they did pre-pandemic. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast. Again, you can find me on the radio each and every day on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando at 12 noon for Orlando's News at Noon every weekday outside of Orlando. Check out the WDBO app. I will see you on the Inez Says Podcast next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.